with Father's Day. Let's start with the nugget. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll need these cheaters again. Wow. Good manners. We've had this. This was one of the first ones I gave. I haven't gone through all, all I just about have 500, 600 of these. Uh, so this is the fir very first one. So good manners will open doors. Good manners will open doors that the best education cannot. Think about that. A lot of people have a good education, but their manners are like pigs. <laughs> you know, or... Or something worse. I, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't get on that. I better not get on. Today's Father's Day. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, start with uh, a little story. Um, since this is uh, this is a solemn day, right? Father's Day. Uh, a particular fa family had three children who were determined to have a puppy. Mom protested because she knew that someone other, somehow, some, somehow other, that she would end up caring for the puppy. True to form, the children promised that they would take care of it. Have we ever had that? You know, having kids... So, oh, take care of it, or if you remember you were a kid, I'll take care of it, I'll do everything. Okay. Eventually, she relented, and they got the little puppy. The kids named it Danny, and cared for him diligently at first. They fed him, they picked up after him, they groomed, you know... Well, gave him baths. But sure enough, as time passed by, Mom found herself becoming more responsible for taking care of Danny. Finally, she decided and told the kids, you're not living up to your promises. And I found a whole new home for Danny. She was quite surprised at the reaction, or no reaction, that they had. One of them said, we'll miss him. Well, I'm sure we will, said the mom. But he's too much work for one person since I'm the only one that is doing all the work. So I say he goes, and the kids are crying. It's time to take Danny to his new home. All of a sudden, all the kids, with one voice, tears running down their eyes. Not Danny. We thought you said Daddy. <laughs> well... Uh, you know, uh, in today's society, a lot of jokes are about fathers. But I want to give you some statistics here uh, about uh, the family. There are 
of children in America that don't live with their bi biological father. That's almost half. Okay. 40%. 70% of juveniles in the state reform institutions grew up with one or no parent. That's 70%. Wow, that's a lot of kids in the juvie, as they say. 43% of adult inmates grew up in a single parent home, mostly without dads. That's 43%. 30% of children were born of unwed mothers. 22% of children lived with divorced mothers. The absentee father has destroyed the family. Uh, they are self-centered with no emotion or feelings. They disregard any responsibility to any commitment they had to their family. Thus, the results are disastrous and misery is involved. That's, and I imagine it's getting higher because this, this, this statistic was about 10 years ago. Um, so, let's turn to the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms, and let's turn to 100, Psalms 128. That's Psalms 128. Uh, from the King James first, this is a short uh, psalm, that Psalms 128 from the King James. Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord, that walketh in his ways. For thou hast eaten the labor of thy hands, happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife, so it must be talking about husband here because they're already talking about the wife here. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thy house. Thy children will be like olive plants around about thy table. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. So this, this is a, a psalm on fathers or families. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children and peace upon Israel. Okay, from the Amplified. Blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied is everyone who fears, reverence, and worships the Lord, who walks in his ways, and lives according to his commandments. For you shall eat the fruit of your labor, of your hands, happy, blessed, fortunate, enviable, shall you be, and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine, in the innermost parts of your house, your children shall be like olive plants round about your table. Thus, behold, thus thou sh shall the man be blessed who reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you out of Zion, his sanctuary, and may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see the, the, your children's children. Peace be upon you. Glory to God. So this is a... Uh, psalm talking about actually talking about familyhood but it's talking about the father it's directed to the father here it's saying telling us that there should be harmony in the home uh, there should be music and laughter uh, 
radiating from the home. The father is to be the leader, the founder, and the author in the home uh, so that we can raise uh, godly children in a perverse generation. I mean, uh, there are a number of good children, students uh, that are coming up in this uh, world. I mean, uh, you can go to the schools and you can maybe talk to a couple of teachers and they'll say, hey, we've, we have some really good students among the rest, <laughs> okay? It's uh, difficult to be a good man and more difficult to be a good husband. But most, imp most important, it's very difficult to be a good dad. Okay? Um, and this verse here, or this chapter, verse, uh, chapter 128, how does it start? Blessed. This man is blessed to have a family. You know, when you find a wife, you find a good thing. Amen? Glory to God. And also in verse 4, behold that that behold thou behold that thus shall the man be blessed that word blessed there uh, also can be a, a translated prosperous so so when you have a happy home and you have a happy wife you are you will be prosperous and blessed so how do we spell father we're going to spell father today the qualities of the father and we're going to do an acrostic, that means if you put down, write down Father, don't write it down vertically, but down horizontally, okay? Okay. F stands for faithful, or faith. Dads, you cannot be the best, you cannot be the best father possible unless you have faith. So all dads must have faith, okay? Boy. Regardless how, how much you love your children and regardless of what you, uh, how you care for them, if, if you never have trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ yourself, you will fall short of being a good father. Because you've got to know God okay, to be a good father. Now, the reason is your children need a father who knows God. And if you expect your children to know him, you must first possess, first possess the saving feature of faith in your life. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, fathers, are you living for God? Does your faith stand as an emblem of security for your wife and children? Okay. Uh, we're going to look at a couple of them. Verses. Now let's go to all the way to the book of Ephesians. That's the book of Ephesians, and we're going to go to chapter 5. Okay. Oh, no wonder. I'm not in Ephesians, I'm in Galatians. Okay. In Ephesians chapter. Chapter 5, verse 25. Husband loves your wives, even as Christ has loved the church and gave himself for it. So what first thing you've got to do is 
love your wife. You know, in, in one, one uh, verse in the Bible says, uh, uh, no man hurts himself, beats himself. I mean, you know, cuts a hand off or that type of thing. Because uh, that's you. So you, we need to not harm our wives because they are an extension of ourselves. Amen. Um, question for husbands, fathers, dads. Do you see your, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> do your kids see, <coughs> boy, you pray on a daily basis. Your kids should see you praying. And not just at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but see pray at other times. Are you, too, are you reading the word on a daily basis? They got to know that you, you've got some type of commitment to God. Um, they see you reading the word, they say some, something is there. He prays, he's reading, and then are you meditating upon the word? Are you, are you thinking about the word? And uh, to mutter the words means it's oftentimes just spill it out. You know, what does this mean? Talking, talking to God. So your kids learn how to meditate also from you. So when your children grow up, what will they remember about you? When your kids grow up, dads, what will they remember about you? Were you faithful? Or, or were you foolish? Maybe presumptuous on certain things? You know, kids going to remember. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, um, Kids won't oftentimes remember the, the best things about you right away. Right. Ah, you, were, you always spanked me, you never spanked the other one, that type of stuff. But that, later on, uh, their minds adjust, they get clear thinking, and they say, hey, you're a great parent. You know? Thank you for all that you did. Even though I had to have the spanking, I, I didn't think I deserved it, but now I look at it, yeah, you were right, you know, that type of stuff. You know? um, now, we didn't have timeouts in my day. Um, the timeout was, we're going to the bathroom, we're going to your room, and we're going to apply some education to your fanny. Okay, so that, so that the beginning of father is F, faith. Okay, next letter is accountability. So accountability means to be responsible to have consideration, to be liable for, uh, take account of, be obligated, be answerable to. Uh, there's obligation. Answers, uh, answers for one's behavior. Uh, they're dependable. They're reliable. It applies to one who has been delegated some duty or responsibility by one in authority. So God has given us children, and we need to be account or our family. We need to be accountable, responsible for them. Um, let's look at a few things now. Uh, a familiar verse. Go to Proverbs chapter twenty-two. In Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse six, it says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he shall not depart from it." We're called to train up our children. Amen. Train implies the development of a particular 
facility or skill, train them up that they, have a, they are skillful in the Word of God. Because if they're skillful in the Word of God, they will be successful in life. Okay? Uh, let's go to the book of Ephesians now. In the book of Ephesians, uh, this time we want to go to the sixth chapter. That's Ephesians chapter 6. Look at verse 4. This is again to fathers. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Admonition. We want to look at the word admonition. means to inform or remind them. It says, inform or remind them of the Lord. And we need to keep on bringing, up, bringing things up about the Lord, how he can help them in school. Uh, I like what the Jewish people do. But, um, well, I don't know if they really do it now, but um, in the standard Jewish home, uh, when, when they come around for a meal, um, especially on Friday, which is going into their Sabbath, um, they talk to the kids and uh, tell them how good they are. Now, we need to tell, tell our kids how good they are, even if they're brats. <laughs> but but uh, the more they hear it, they become more disciplined to that, or the more, the more on, they will take that characteristic on. So as, as we initiate God's word into them, they begin to take root into the word of God. Uh, the bad thing about it is most, most parents uh, don't honor their children by uh, saying good things. Well, you really messed up. You didn't do your chores again. You're, you're not fired. You're going to be doubled on that. You're not going to get your wage for doing your, you know. We, we do all sorts of stupid things when, with our kids. Um, Teachers also do it. I remember uh, one teacher that uh, if you did do something right, she had a dunce cap. And she had it in the corner over there. And uh, the leading student of the day would get to wear the dunce cap for about half hour, 45 minutes. Uh, does my head have a cone on it yet? <laughs> there, you know, everyone that she thought that was not uh, in good taste for the, for the uh, children would, uh, she'd pick out an example for everybody to look at and they would run, write that, uh, carry that dunce cap on. And that's not uh, what you want to be known for, you know, at, at recess time, everybody's, eh, and then, then not only your, your grade, but everybody else knows that uh, you sat in Mrs. So-and-so's class wearing a dunce cap for, you know, um, that's not good, you know. Uh, if anything, we need to, I know, uh, early, early on with, with the kindergarten, first grade, I remember you got stars. Every time you got some good, you got a red star, a blue star, a gold star. Uh, everybody got a star, even the last ones, you know. 
So they all felt good. You know, the best star would be the gold, and you know, it'd go that side. And so uh, sometimes kids get more uh, accolades from their teachers than they do at home. Yeah. You know, um, kids bring home their papers. You know, oh, I don't want to see that. I'm tired. You know, and it's got a gold star, or, you know, or a red star, or a blue star. You know, the kids are proud of it. We need to acknowledge that. Uh, and like I said, the, the Jewish people on that. On, on Sabbath, on the day of Sabbath, or just before the day of Sabbath, when they have their last meal of, of the week, there, they they honor their kids. You know, you're you're of the seed of Abraham. You are blessed. You will be wealthy. Anybody know of any Jewish uh, people that you know of? Um, how well are how well off are they? The better off than most. Think about it. Okay. Um, so admonition, again, admonition means to inform and remind them. Uh, let's now, since we're in that area, let's go to first, go to the T section of your Bible to 1 Timothy chapter 5. That's 1 Timothy chapter 5. Now look at this one. Again, we're speaking to, uh, to fathers here. Verse 8, 1 Timothy 5, 8. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Uh, from the Amplified, if anyone fails to provide for his relatives, and especially for those of his own family, he has disowned the faith by falling, failing to uh, accompany it with fruits, and is worse than the unbeliever who performs his obligations in these matters. Now, uh, we often think that this individual, since we're talking about dads, uh, the, the dad doesn't provide for his family, uh, is less than infant. This also covers more than food and shelter. This means teaching and involves instruction here. And if a dad is not uh, doing, doing some type of teaching uh, or instructing, you know, bad news. You, you, Instruction can be hap uh, happy times. You know, if you have a uh, kid, you take him out there, and throw the ball, or have catch, or take him down to the pond, and the, okay, you you put the worm on the hook and all that. I mean, there's you know that's instruction how to do it. You know how to cast if you're a fisherman and so forth. You know, so there's there's times that uh, it needs to be done. You know. Maybe your kids are a little bit older, you need to, you know, hey, you know, take a ride someplace and, you know, do something with them, you know. Amen? Because they're going to remember. Remember you and how they grew up. Okay. And then go back to Ephesians chapter. Oops, pardon me. Admonition means to put something into the mind, okay? We are an accountable. A, you correct? All right, all right. Let's go to the next one. Which letter is T? Who said I? <laughs> Our teacher failed the test. She's she. 
Father, F A I T. Put that down, Laurel. T, great big T. Means to be tempered. Tempered means to have consistency. Uh, good qualities and ingredients. Uh, let's go to the book of Titus since we're in that location. In the T section of your Bible, let's go to the book of Titus, chapter 1. That's Titus, chapter 1. This is qualifications of a good elder, but this is also qualifications of a good father. Now that's Titus chapter 1, beginning with verse 6. If any man be, if any be blameless, the husband of one wife, and having faithful children not uh, accused of riot or unruly, for a bishop must be blameless. Here, the father has to be blameless. As a steward of God, not self-willed, not soon to anger. Boy, that puts a lot of guys out. Uh, not given to wine, no, no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, and temperate, holding fast the faithful word, as he hath been taught that he may be able to, able by sound doctrine, both to exhort and to convince gainslayers. So this is what this... The Father needs to be. Glory to God. Uh, back up to the book of uh, 1 Corinthians now. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. This is the T in Father, the third letter. Verse 25, that's 925, 1 Corinthians. And every man that strives for the mastery is temperate. And what have we said temperate? Consistent. In all things, they do it to obtain a, a, now they do it to obtain a corrupted crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And let's go back to Titus one more time. I'm sorry. Titus chapter 2 this time. Look at, look at again verse 2. That the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, charity or in love and in patience. So uh, we have to have this temperate, loving and caring. Also T stands for teacher. Teach means to show, to demonstrate, to give instruction, provide knowledge, to educate. God has commanded us to teach our children and to point our children to Him so that children may have confidence in God and keep His commandments. Uh, back up to Ephesians chapter 6. One more time. Ephesians chapter 6. I know we're sliding all over the place today. That's Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 4. Ephesians chapter 6. is the teacher. But let every man prove his own work. And then shall have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Glory to God. We need to rejoice in being a father. Hey.
We need to improve, it says too. Or, well, okay. Okay. Trying to get everything together. Boy. I was in the wrong, wrong place again, weren't I? Nobody told me. Ephesians, <laughs> Ephesians, oh, four, six, four again. And fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them in, in the nurture and admonition. So we need to, admonition means to put something into their mind. We need to put something into our children's mind. Good things, not bad things. Always be, always put something positive into your child's mind. Um, True. Don't run around like filthy McNasty, or don't call him filthy McNasty. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we call one of our kids filthy McNasty once in a while because he come in here. You can't come to the table that way. Well. Didn't have time to wash up. We'll go go in there and wash up. We'll wait. Yeah, we got uh, Philfrey McNasty. Yeah. So as dads, we all also we are also teachers. Not should be, not could be, but we are teachers. Okay. Um, after T, in the letter, in the word. Father, what comes next, Laurel? We have to make sure Laurel gets this. H, okay. H stands for humble. Humble means meekness, not high-minded, being teachable, mild and patient. Wow, that's a hard one. You kids don't do it right. Uh, okay, we won't go there. <laughs> Humble, okay. Life is an opportunity, okay. It must be lived with courage. You need to teach your, your kids uh, how to be humble, you know, be meek. And that takes courage sometimes, you know. Um, Faithful fathers help their children learn that life is filled with great opportunities. Let's now turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 22. That's Proverbs chapter Proverbs chapter 22. You know, you're going to be getting out of here. You can go all rush down to the favorite dining spot this afternoon. Get there before everybody else gets there. You could be in front of the line. Uh, you say, I, I didn't get a reservation, but I'm here early, so please let me in. <laughs> Proverbs 22. Did we get there yet? I'm getting there. Verse 4. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Look what happens when you have that. Riches, honor, and life. That means you, you bestow that unto your children, your family. Glory to God. When you're humble. Okay. Run back with me to the New Testament. This time we're going to go to Matthew chapter 11. 
Matthew chapter 11. We haven't heard too many omis out there, so I guess we're doing okay. Matthew chapter 11, looking at verse 29. Jesus says, Take my yoke upon, take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lonely of heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. If we do what, what Jesus says, we will have a, a good time with our family. We'll have a, rest, a, rest, a resting time. A restful time. I'll put it that restful time. Okay. Okay. After H comes the letter. Laurel? E. You got it down. Okay. <laughs> Laurel's getting it. E. Dads, we must be enduring. Enduring. Enduring means to hold out. No, you can't have that puppy. Okay. To stand, to bear, to continue, ongoing, lasting, strong, leading, persistent, and patient. Wow, that's a lot that we have to do, huh? Well, I could say all these, all these things, although we're spelling that father, can apply to moms too. Okay, so let's find out. Are we enduring? Uh, let's go to Second Timothy. T section of the Bible. One more time. We got a lot of scripture. Second Timothy, chapter two. Look at verse ten. That's second Second Timothy two ten. Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus. Who's the elect in, in the family? Everyone in your family is elect. So you need to you need to be what? Endure things in the family. Whoa. Okay. That didn't sound too good, did it? Second uh, Timothy again, chapter four this time, looking at verse five. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make proof of thy ministry, make proof of thy fatherhood, or motherhood, or singlehood, whatever it may be. Make proof of it. Be good. Okay, endure. The things that come at you. But work, do the work of an evangelist. In other words, keep the word before you. Use the word, precious word. Okay. Now let's go all the way back into the Old Testament. In the book before Psalms, it is, anybody know? Quick. Book of Job. And we want to go to Job chapter 17. Verse 9, that's Job 17.9. The righteous shall, shall hold his ways, or in other words, endure. 
And he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. So we need to endure. We need to be, we can endure. Hold your way. Hold, hold your testament. Testament. Okay. Okay. Let's now go back to the New Testament. We want to find the book of Galatians. The book of Galatians. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are about done. Galatians chapter 6. Six ten, We have a, therefore an opportunity. Let us do good unto all men, especially them who are of the household of faith. We need to endure and do things for, for, that, for, the, for those that are in the household of faith. Let's go to the book of James now. James chapter 1. Oh. James chapter 1. Remember, we are talking about fathers today. <coughs> Verse 12. Blessed is the father that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord has promised them that love him. So we need to endure temptation. Hold back on that thing. Be a holdout to temptation. Okay, First Peter. Let's go a few pages over to First Peter chapter two. Verse nineteen. That's two nineteen. For this is uh, is thankworthy if a man for conscience towards God endures grief, suffering, wrong, so forth. So we need to just endure. We need to know that it's, it's for God, that the family that we're doing these things. Amen? Okay. The last letter, Laurel. R. <laughs> Gee, I'm going to give you a gold star. No, you missed the first one. I give you a, a bronze one. <laughs> Can't give you a gold star. Sorry. R means being ready or readiness. As a father, you need to be prepared, equipped, prompt, available immediately. That's that's readiness. Quick. Be ready for the unexpected, for distractions. Okay. So let's go to the book of Psalms once more. Not Psalms, but Proverbs, pardon me. Proverbs chapter 29. Some of you know, already know where we're going there. Proverbs chapter 29. Verse 18. Proverbs 29, 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. 
but he that keeps the law, the word happy is he. So we have to have a vision for our families, ourselves. You know. Hey, you know. Things go good when you have a vision. Let's now turn to 1 Corinthians. Let's go back to the New Testament. Also, these will be in the New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Okay, readiness, okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, or the last verse in chapter 50. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain. So we need to be ready to do the work of the Lord in all good things. Amen. 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 5. Being ready. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Glory to God. Sounds like a, a Berean to me. Anybody know where the Berean chapter is? Acts 17, 11. Thank you, John. Now turn with me uh, to, to the next book that we'll be looking at is, is the book of Hebrews, and we want to go to chapter 4. Verse 14, that's 414 of Hebrews. Seeing that we have a, have a great high priest that is passed in heavens, Jesus, Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. We need to hold fast. That's the readiness. Always hold fast to the word of God. Uh, chapter 10 of Hebrews. All those planes flying. Yesterday, those planes were coming into the airport and picking up the water. And so, sounds like they're still at it. That's uh, Hebrews chapter chapter ten, verse twenty-three. Hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he that he is faithful that promise. So, it's being ready, holding fast. Whatever, whatever comes your way. Now, we need to take action with God's word. Okay, let's go. Old Testament. Joshua. Chapter 1.
Verse 9. Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. So we need to be strong and of good courage and not afraid. As dads. All right. Father, faithful, accountable, tempered, teacher, humble, enduring, and ready. In other words, we need to be alert, responsible, and accountable as men of God. Amen. Glory to God. You won't have a line because the line start opens up at 12. You could be in front of it. Say, I want that booth there, and this is what I'm ordering. Amen. Okay. We... We got all